0: Hello all, this is a note from the editor's room. We hope that you enjoyed this bonus episode, which we will be releasing as phase wrap ups. So this is the MCU phase one wrap up. Also wanted to mention that deconstructing the MCU is now available on Apple podcast. So if you are an Apple user and you would rather use that platform, please go over there and leave us a five-star rating and a review. We would love to hear from you guys. We love hearing from you on Twitter, and we would love to hear from you on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you, and I hope that you really enjoy this episode and continue to deconstruct with us as we go into phase two. Hello everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of Deconstructing the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are going to do a wrap-up of the Phase 1 movies, which include all the ones we've done so far. So that's, in order, would be Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Thor, right? I, I have it on my ranking and not on you, the list. You've got this.
1: You've got this. You're so close. Thor, Iron Man 2, and Captain America? And?
0: And, and Avengers. Okay, okay. All of them. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I. I mean... Pretty solid, I think, to to start off this whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's one of the, looking back, with the uh, privilege of having just rewatched these kind of all fairly close together, it does, it really, it feels like a good launching pad. There are movies that, you know, yeah, the Incredible Hulk and Thor might not be bangers, Mm -hmm. but they do their job of introducing a character. Yeah. um, And then you've got things like cap and iron man and and the avengers which we just talked about being this like really well done at bringing everyone together so i would agree i think that it's a it's a really strong foundation not just for the characters but for the mcu going into phase 2
0: yeah for sure and we've talked a little bit about direction that all of the movies have taken and I don't think the single, well, except for Jon Favreau doing the Iron Man and Iron Man 2. I don't think there's been a single director that has done multiple. Right? Yeah, because Leterrier was Hulk. Yeah. Joe Johnston was Captain America. Kenneth Branagh was Thor. And then Jon Favreau. And then the Joss Whedon Joss Whedon, Whedon did Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. Favreau, obviously the
1: exception there in that he did the first two Iron Man movies. Mm-hmm. Iron. Man, movies, <laughs> Iron Man, Iron Man movies, almost sounds right, but it's not quite. <laughs> but yeah, you know, they each of those movies have kind of the director's own little unique flair. My guess is that most general audience members are not going to notice right
0: that, but I think it still comes through. In... But they feel different, exactly. They don't. They exactly. don't
1: feel cookie cutter. Right. Yet, <laughs> you said it. I know I, we're not. I it. know we're not talking about the <laughs> yeah. future. But they, but in reality, like, yeah, you probably wouldn't be like, oh yeah, that's a Kenneth Brown film. But like, that wasn't a Th- Iron Man film. It yeah. was that was very different than Captain America. Yes. Like they still do feel unique, even if you can't specifically be like, oh, that was so and so. Right.
0: Yeah. Which I think ultimately, I mean, I think that is the strength to this entire thing Mm -hmm. is phase one is like you said it's the foundation of everything coming together because now we have enough originality between the characters whether intended or not yeah we have enough originality between them we've seen that they can work together in in a setting which i don't think that them working together in avengers felt off i guess it is a little weird Just because it was the first time something like that had happened, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think it's.
1: I think it worked well, though. Oftentimes in these kind of movies, the playing field is leveled, Mm -hmm. right? Hulk has to be able to stand next to the Black Widow, Mm -hmm. and like that has to make sense. Yeah. In movies, I think, especially DC, and yeah batman v superman hadn't come out yet but like (laughs) you look at that movie and i think that leveling of the playing field does (laughs) not feel nearly as natural as what was able to happen here because what they did with their strongest avenger Mm -hmm. thor and hulk Hulk. depending you know there's a joke in ragnarok (laughs) about that no no, it was not lost on me (laughs) (laughs) Is that they they gave them mental obstacles to overcome, right? And made their physicality not as prominent because they were struggling something emotionally. Yeah, that really then made something like Hawkeye being in the group feel a little more believable, right? Yeah, right. So it, yeah, we hadn't really seen this kind of coming together before. Obviously, we have like X Men are mm-hmm. kind of a group of superheroes. Fantastic Four, a group of heroes. <laughs> yeah. But these ones, you know, this kind of amalgamation
0: was unique. And I think they, for the most part, hit it out of the park. Yeah. And I I kind of thought when you were talking about the, the physicality of them being, I think also, well, number one, if you're going to have a villain against a super person, that is, I, in my opinion, the best route you can take. If someone is very strong, you give them somebody very smart to go against. Yes. If somebody is very smart, you give them, you know, and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if somebody, I don't know, has water powers, then you, you give them a villain that is, like, polluting the water. You know, right. things like that. And so, give them people that compliment each other. But also, what they did in the first Avengers is they made the characters fight. Which, it's one thing to see hulk and thor stand next to each other on a screen Mm -hmm. but i think it adds a level of believability and a level of workability if you can have them fight each other and show them actually like landing blows yeah and i think that fight i I know i kind of ragged on it a little bit when we when we talked about avengers just that it was too short right you get it right (laughs) uh but you know there's a moment when like thor oh it's the hammer Mm -hmm. The, the hammer flies and then the Hulk tries to pick it up, but he can't, you know? It's the stuff like that where we kind of get a, a worlds collide moment mm-hmm. of, okay, these characters are in the same universe, yeah. and they are on screen together. And whether you thought it would work or not, here it is working. Yep. So
1: Yeah, and on top of the that physicality of being in the world together, I think them sharing space and having disagreements you know that's a great example where they're fighting you know cap and and tony have this like ideological back and forth yeah that's a through line to future movies but i think it does a good job of showing that okay they're in the same world they have different personality i mean not that we would ever expect them to be the same but like They're, instead of those physical blows, they're dealing verbal spars.
0: Yeah, and it's not, and it's almost more, like you said, it's kind of a thorough line for future movies. It's almost more like a a seed being planted Mm -hmm. of, well, you know, here's what I believe, which is in in opposition, maybe not opposition, but it's in contrast to what you believe. Yeah, And then it maybe doesn't give them right away a rivalry, but it does set the stage for it. Yeah.
1: Something I think this movie does really well that the, that the DC movies did not do in the, um, Oh gosh, we're dating ourselves here, but the, like (laughs) the 20 aughts or whatever we call them is that these characters do have an effect on each other. Mm -hmm. You know, the wonder woman in Batman V Superman Mm -hmm. is not necessarily influenced by Superman or Batman. Right. I, I, and I think because of how this first Avengers brought them together as a team early on, and we didn't just lead out with, they have to fight. Mm-hmm. Like In DC, it was like the first get-together of everyone was literally called Batman v Superman. Right. <laughs> so they've, they've created themselves an antagonistic situation. And mm-hmm. here it's like, no, it's a cooperation, but we're going to add in drama. Right. Yeah, and that that builds then to conflict, but is resolved then for a team up, an awesome team up at the end. <laughs> yes, <versus> we all <laughs> remember that big pan shot where they uh, it circles them. <laughs> yep, <coughs> everyone's got to do a pan shot these days. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah, man, and you know I think this all goes back to originality between the characters. If we didn't have well, I the and also how much of I, in Iron Man one we talked about it is still regarded as, I mean, that's at the top of some people's list. Oh yeah. Some of them have like the Avengers movies, but then the first solo superhero is Iron Man. Almost always. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's that combination, man. You have a really great first movie. And then until Captain America, I mean, those three movies in between, I think you and I both kind of were just like, you know what? These are fine. We remember them because it led up to Avengers and then Avengers was great. Right, we don't necessarily remember them for their merit. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, man, if the purpose of this podcast is to is to kind of look back and see was this really good? (laughs) I think those three movies in between on their own, Iron Man two, Hulk, and Thor. I don't know, man. I don't know that they passed the test. Like, no,
1: I don't. I definitely don't think that they hold a candle to the others. Yeah, And and I would agree that. Like they do the job of introducing a character, mm-hmm. but they—I don't—I don't—I think you're right. I don't think those movies stand up on their own. Yeah, I think they work better as the, the first piece of each yeah. of their stories. Yeah, or the in, in Iron Man two, which, kind of the second piece, but
0: which is an incredible thing that like up until now. Nothing had done this. Right. Nothing had created... I mean, we've had, like you said, we've had trilogies. Dark Knight was a was a contemporary of the mm-hmm. of Phase 1. We'd have the Fantastic Four and Fantastic War 2. We just finished the Harry Potter 7 or 8 movies, however many that was. Mm-hmm. But nothing had... And, man, I hate... That's the conundrum. It's like, <laughs> these movies by themselves... ...are not great, but because they all work together and they form phase one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that's what makes it memorable and that's what makes it good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, look, coming out your first swing at this and batting 50%. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. That's, you know, in baseball, I'd put a bet on that player, (laughs) right? So, again, yeah, you miss some, but you have, you know, two that are highly regarded... Throughout the general population. Mm-hmm. And, and one, Captain America is a little more mixed, I think, on reception. I, I personally love it. Yeah. Or at least really, really enjoy it. As we said, as I said a couple episodes <laughs> ago. But yeah, I think you're right. If we're looking at this, you know, deconstructing. Mm-hmm. where Where is it weak? Where is it strong? I do think Iron Man 2, Thor, Incredible Hulk are definitely the weak links here in Phase 1.
0: But man, because they have, not to to pun this up, but because it's all phase one, they have that shield, man. Yeah. And they they just, they're a part of it, and that's just what it is. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, other than that, phase one, it's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah. Especially, like you said, I like that, you know, for batting, because I hadn't thought about that. Six movies, and half of them are memorable and good. Good. Yeah. That's pretty good for knocking it out. For a... Comic book company that was about to go under. <laughs> that was about to lose everything. To have it turn around like this is wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's still in that phase where they're not, you know, they've got multiple distributor, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's Marvel and Paramount, and it's in the middle of this buyout mm-hmm. with Disney. All of this is happening all at the same time, and yeah. they manage... I, this is just the magic that Kevin Feige is, I assume, <laughs> to
0: Has if he been involved in the position hardly at all.
1: No, yeah, no, he's been involved from the beginning. He's, okay. He's been an executive like producer. producer. Okay, yep. gotcha, gotcha. Yep. He he really was the kind of the has been the glue that's held everything together, through yeah. better or worse. Yeah. So good right. good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I, I do I think it'll be interesting. You know, kind of as we've gone, we've talked about these movies individually. I think it'd be interesting to talk about these phases yeah. comparatively to each other. Yes, I agree. Um, because I I often lose sight of where 2 and 3 kind of... Yeah. Like, I, I know in my head where it's at, but I'm like, okay, but which are the movies that fall before Ultron and then after Ultron? Right. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. So... No, yeah. be it'll be cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. Will. I like yeah. this
1: little recap section. I do so. too.
0: I dig it, man. Yeah, and it's a new thing. So, but we'll we'll keep it going. Yep. And I think one more to say as we go on. So. Cool. Cool. Final thoughts on phase one. That good? Yeah, I think it's good. Okay. It is for yeah. sure in the game. They're really. I mean, I haven't played but I've seen them. Yeah. Videos
1: and they're too busy pretty. Like Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> I haven't unlocked the Killing Curse yet. Oh, man. Dude, that's one of my legit criticisms. Is like, I want to do more of the school stuff. I want to sit around. I want to sit ar- like be able to like <laughs> sit, like, sit down in the in the like, the common room mm-hmm. and be like. I'm enjoying the fire. There you or go. go to the Great Hall and like, even if it's just my character fake eating I <laughs> I don't care serious? if it's on a third day you know a twenty second loop.
0: Give me Hogwarts simulator. That's, that's right. What I that's right. Simulator.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Trevor, you're gonna have to cut this out. <laughs> it's an awkwardly long pause. I don't think
0: I don't think, you think those act like that's like an unnatural <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nothing had done this. Right. Nothing had 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 We say had six more times. (laughs) Nothing had